Hi, everyone, and welcome back to my Like a Dance Boss podcast. My name's Jess, and if you haven't listened to Season 2, Episode 1 and 2 yet, I do recommend that you go back to the start. This is a five-part series about how I rebuilt my studio post-COVID lockdown and a helpful way to help you get back to your full capacity at your dance studio. Now, episode one covered new inquiries and how I attract and manage those. Episode two was how I reached out to my past students, especially those who weren't on Zoom with us, and how I got them back into the studio. And this is now episode three, and we're concentrating on free trial classes. Now, I'm a big fan of free trial classes. This system works really well for my dance studio. I find that the parents in my area almost expect a free trial class. There's a lot of other studios around that do offer free trials. Um, And also we have a really family friendly uh, dynamic where we're located and not just dance, but I think other activities as well are also offering free trials. So I feel that it's the right fit for our studio and our area to offer this. But if you're feeling that It's perhaps not something that you would like to offer or you haven't had success in the past and you want to try something similar but different. You could look at doing a paid trial. You could do a paid trial series. So perhaps, um, you know, the student could be booking in for a trial class that costs $10 for that one class, or you could be offering them a free trial week where say for $30, they can try unlimited classes. There is also the option to do a commitment-free enrollment period. So perhaps they're registering for the rest of your term or for the term, but there's a three-week money-back guarantee um, or three-week non-commitment period, something like that, where if in those three weeks by that particular date they don't wish to continue, then you will happily refund them the rest of the term or they'll get their money back or something like that. So there's definitely options as well as doing a, like literal free trial. There's other options of trial processes to help with the registration process. Now you might be thinking, well, why do I even need to offer a trial? If they want to join, they want to join. Um, But I think in this day and age and life being so busy and kids having a lot of choice, not only do they have choice of which dance studio they can attend, but there's also a choice of which hobby um, they can attend. For any kid, they can be doing gym, footy, soccer, cooking classes, music classes, private music lessons, uh, dance, cheerleading, acrobatics. So, you know, there is a big commitment for someone to go, well, I'm not sure what my child wants to do, to then paying $100 or so to book into a dance class that they're not really familiar with. So I think if you think about why you want to offer a trial uh, for your dance school, that will really help the initial process. Perhaps you're wanting to do a free trial because you know that a lot of families in your area try multiple studios and you want to ensure that they've had the opportunity to step into your studio and feel the atmosphere there, get to know you and then make an informed decision. Um, Otherwise, you might offer trials simply because everyone else seems to be offering trials. Um, Or you could have a point of difference. If everyone in your area is offering free trials, you might like to charge for your trial classes just to show that you are um, the most professional school in the area. Or you may have the highest standard in the area and be the most elite school. So therefore, you may charge for your trials. That makes sense. So once you've decided why you're going to offer trials and what type of trial you're offering, you can then advertise these trials. Now, I don't generally advertise free trials everywhere and anywhere. 
It's not something that I use to attract people to my studio. I think I've mentioned in another episode that I much prefer to attract people to my studio that are genuinely interested in the studio. So rather than posting on Facebook free trial and boosting that post and reaching out to anyone and everyone in the area, um, I would just pop a free trial form on my website. So yes, I may be getting 20 trials in comparison to someone who's advertising free trials on a Facebook community group who may be getting 100 free trials, but that's okay with me because there's no award for um, having the most trials. There is a benefit, however, having a high conversion rate of enrollment from the trials that you have. So if I have 10 people try and nine of them register, I'm going to value that as much more beneficial for me and my business than another studio who maybe had 100 people trial, but only 20 of them actually enrolled. So just think about if that's a main drawing card for you. Is it something where you want to be advertising it everywhere and that's how you're attracting people to your school? Or is it just something that you want to offer to those who are genuinely interested? So let's talk about the first option. Perhaps you really want to get lots more people through the door and you feel that advertising free trials is going to help that. So you might advertise free trials to your existing families. You might say, did you know that we offer free trials? If you would like to choose to try a different style to what you are enrolled in, please let us know. We want you to come and try that next week for free. Please also let your family know and your friends know that we do free trials. We would love for them to join. You will advertise on Facebook, on Instagram, on your Facebook story. You might do a big email um, to your whole entire mailing list of anyone who's ever inquired at your studio and advertised free trial. Now, the issue with this is that whilst it can get a lot of traction, you do attract those who are interested in trying a dance class for free, no strings attached, see you later afterwards. Um, And I have seen that where you have families come, they enjoy the class and straight away you can tell that they just rocked up for a free class. They didn't really have any intention of joining. Sometimes it's not that bad. They might choose to enroll in dance class a year later and because they did come to your school that one time for a free trial, you're the go-to school. Um, But it just depends on how much time and energy and effort and how much space you have available in your classes as to how many people you want coming in to do these free trials. The way that I prefer to do it is to have the free trial option available, but it's not something that's widely advertised. I would have parents perhaps Google dance studio in my area or dance classes in my area. When they jump on the website and have a look through and decide, oh, this looks good, they'll then see quite easily on my website, would you like to enroll for a free trial? They then fill out their details, just name, age, child's name. But yeah, they just fill out basic info. So it's a really quick, easy form. They shoot send. That form then goes directly into my inbox. And then I know from there that I have a lead to a free trial. I have an option for them when they fill out that form to choose whether they prefer to be contacted via phone or email. And I find this really handy just because I don't want to be chasing them um, for too long. So if they put their phone call or a phone call as their preferred contact method, then I will have someone in our office contact them and just say, you know, thanks for filling out the free trial form. We would love to have little Betty come and join us for a free class. Did she want to try on a particular day or time or style? Does she have a friend that's already in a class? 
Um, and then once we finish that phone call conversation, we will follow it up with an email. They'll receive an email with some basic info about the school. Again, not the full info pack. I think this is episode one where I went on a bit of a rampage about this, but they don't need the full info pack. They just want to try the class. They don't know if they're going to like it and they don't need to know about your ballet exam uniform or your concert date because they're not in the headspace for that type of information yet. So in the email, they get some basic information, a timetable, and then we'll also confirm anything that was discussed in that phone conversation. For example, um, as we mentioned on the phone, the Thursday five o'clock hip hop class would be perfect. And if you can please click on this link to register for the trial, um, that would be amazing. We'll see you on Thursday. So the reason why I could follow up with an email is just because I like everything um, to be typed up. So the main reason I follow up via email is so that they have the information in front of them. We're able to track their progress from an inquiry to a free trial to an enrolled student. And also I like to have everything in writing. I love if one of my receptionists say, hey, Betty came to try the class today, but she didn't enjoy it. She thinks she's too old. She wants to try another class. I know that I've got that parent's email thread and I can go back through and double check anything that's been said before. So if the mum said the child was in prep, I know that she was in prep from that email before I then contact her and go, oh, how old was your child again? That makes me look like a fool. It's not professional and I obviously wasn't that invested in their inquiry if I'm asking them questions for a second or third time. So if they choose on their free trial form from our website that they would prefer email contact, that's super easy. I would just email straight away saying, thanks so much for filling out that free trial form. Uh, here is the timetable, a basic info sheet for you. And if you would like to let me know if there was any preferences you had as far as day, time, genre, um, please do. And then we can get back to you with some trial suggestion dates and times or classes. And then we'll go from there. Now, the fiddly part for me, and I'm not that happy with my process, but I do then ask them to create an account with us on Dance Studio Pro and register for the trial. Now, I am a fan of Dance Studio Pro, but I find this process a little challenging for parents. Creating an account for them is okay, adding a student's okay, but the minutes are adding up and there's only so much time a particular person wants to dedicate to registering for something and creating an account and putting in details for something that they don't even know or haven't even tried. I feel like if I wanted to do a gym membership, I'd quite, I'd jump online and I'd be happy to maybe put like my name, age, phone number and email, but I don't know if I'd be bothered to sit there and put in like all of my information, all of my child's information and then my credit card information. So I'm not a huge fan of this process, but it does work for me because it means that we do have the students full details and the date of birth is so important. I find that when parents are inquiring about a free trial, their child could be eight, but then once they actually register their child in our system and we see their birthday, we can see that their child's actually six, turning eight in like two more years. So there are benefits. We can make sure that we know exactly how old they are and put them into the right class for the trial because after the trial, that means that they can flawlessly just go from trial student to enrolled student in the same class. It's a bit of a muck around. If they go to register after the trial, we go, oh, no, you're actually six, not eight like you said. That was the wrong class. We'll have to organize a trial in a different class. Um, that's a mess. So it does help for that. It also means they're already in our system. So even though registering for the trial is a little painful for them, it means when they want to register in the class, it's actually really easy. We can do it from our end and um, put in their credit card details and debit them. 
or they can jump online and just complete the process themselves. So do have a think about that. I am open for suggestions if you want to say, oh, Jess, the dance studio owner, I mean, the dance studio pro registration process is rubbish. You should try this. Um, by all means, tell me. But um, that's my process for now. And look, it, it's a fiddly, but it works. So let's say that a parent has registered for a free trial and the trial is approaching within the next seven days. I feel like that's the most common situation. It's not common that someone registers for a trial and it's in 10 days or 20 days. Um, so we're going to chat just like they've enrolled for a trial and it's in this coming week. So I would send them a confirmation of their trial class, just something along the lines of, hi Jess, I'd love to confirm your trial for this day, this time, this class. Please find attached a quick little um, info sheet about the free trial class and that's just something I've designed on Canva and it basically says you know what to bring when to arrive what to do after etc etc so that's something that you could definitely create on Canva just saves you going back and forth with with parents with questions about oh thanks for that but when do we turn up can you confirm the address what do we do after the class what does my child wear so I'm just answering some of those frequently asked questions before they've even been asked so now we're the day before the trial. I have an automatic email on Dance Studio Pro all set up, ready to go. So this will get emailed and it's just a reminder of the trial like date and class time. And there are some, and there are some explanations in there about, you know, please arrive five minutes early, blah, 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 blah. Um, Often that prompts a response from the parent. I'll either get a, oh, thanks so much. We're looking forward to coming or, a, oh no, we've just realized that we have something else on or we're sick. Can we reschedule? So I find that the reminder is great for reminding them, but also it prompts them a day before their class to let us know if they're not coming, which is also really helpful. Now, if they say that they're not coming and there's plenty of space in the class, I would just email back and say, no worries. I would like to reschedule this for you next week. I've done that and you'll receive a reminder again the day before. Now, it might get to the day before again the next week and they cancel again and three cancels, three strikes. Um, I'm usually like, okay, they're probably not that interested and then they go into my ghost inquiries inbox. Most times they will come to their trial the second time if they miss the first time. Um, if they do get back saying thanks so much, see you then, that's great. If they don't say anything, I just assume that they're coming. Now, the reason why I do like the free trial process on Dance Studio Pro is they can get this email automatically. So I know that they're being reminded whether I'm busy the day before or whether I'm in the office the day before, it doesn't matter. I can be getting a massage at Indota Spa and they're still getting a trial reminder, which is great. I am a huge fan, if you didn't know, about setting up your business to run, um, whether you are physically in there doing things or not. So the day of the trial, my teachers and my receptionists will clearly know who is coming for a trial and who isn't. Now, this is really important. I think the last thing you want when a new parent turns up to your studio is for your staff not to know who they are, not be expecting them, or to be frazzled when they say, oh, I'm here for a trial. You know, if you think about this yourself, when you turn up to an appointment, there's nothing worse than someone saying, oh, did you have a booking? And then it makes you think, oh my God, shit, I don't have a booking. Or did I book for the wrong day? Am I at the wrong place? I'm a mum now and I never know what's going on. Like, I'm so confused. So I think it's really important to make sure that you have a good process in, in place so that your staff are informed of when your trials are coming. So if you use Dance Studio Pro, you can be using exactly the same process that I'm using. If you're not using it, but you're using a different um, Dance Studio 
management program, I'm sure that it does really similar things. If you're a little like, oh, I haven't quite gone down that pathway yet, just use a spreadsheet or a clipboard and you can just have, um, or a calendar and you could just write on the top of the calendar trials and then each day that someone's coming, you can just write the class, who's coming, their name, and then just their contact information as well. So that when the teacher comes to class, there has to be a way where they know they have a trial student. Now for me, the teacher knows this because when they go to mark their role on the Dance Studio Pro Class Manager app, they will see at the bottom of their role trial. The receptionist will know that we have a trial because each day when they come into the office, it's their job to check and run a report and print it of any trials that are coming that day. The teacher will often be informed by reception as well, oh, just to let you know you've got a trial today. So the rece receptionist is generally informing themselves and the teacher, and then the teacher will also see that on their role. Um, one of my biggest mistakes in the past with trials was allowing people to try by just contacting me but not doing any formal type of registration. So I'd really like to suggest that you do formalize the process so that you can be managing it really well. For example, if you're offering free trials but you're not really having a formalized process, you might have a parent call and say, I want to come and try, can we do the kinder class tomorrow? You're like, yeah, 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 no worries, see you then. And you're like, I'll remember that, of course I'll remember that. Um, and then also, in the meantime, someone's messaged on Facebook and they're like, oh, I really wanted to try and bring my daughter to the kinder class, our friends in it, can we come? You're like, yeah, 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 of course, it's 9.30 tomorrow, we'll see you there. And then you're like, oh yeah, I'll remember that. And then stuff happens, the day goes on, you go home, you watch maths, you get excited because there's so much drama and it's so good. Oh my God, can we talk about maths for a second? <laughs> no, we won't, we won't. Um, but please inbox me because I need to discuss this. Um, but anyway, back to the trials. So you don't want to get to work on a Tuesday morning at nine o'clock and you think you're ready and you set up your props for your preschool class and then there's a knock at the door and they're like, hi, and you're like, oh, hi, can I help you? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're coming to try the class. And you're like, oh, what was your name again? Who's your child? Oh, I was emailing you, wasn't I? And they're like, no, we messaged on Facebook. Um, and you just look like an idiot. You don't really look like an idiot. That's me being really harsh. But, you know, you need to be in control of your business. And you don't look in control in your business if you don't even know who's turning up, especially if you were the one that organized this with them. It doesn't make you look like you're managing a great business if you're like, oh, that's right, I forgot. Um, so, as I said before, if you've got a dance studio management program, by all means use that. But if you don't, just have a good process, have a spreadsheet and you just have columns in there like parent's name, child's name, child's age, how you were contacting them. For example, it was Facebook or Instagram or phone um, and then the day that they were going to come try in the class. All right, so they're doing the trial and you're like, great, I've had three free trials today, this is great. And then the next day you're like, oh, they didn't enroll. I've done that before. It's not really their job to follow up themselves, I don't think. Now, I'm a crazy organized parent, so I probably would do that. But we're not talking about me. We're talking about you. And you need to follow it up. So with Dance Studio Pro, there is an automatic email that gets sent, if you set it up, to your trial students the day after. So I do this because I would like to follow up personally the next day, but I don't know what's gonna happen the next day. I don't know if I'm gonna be busy, if I'm quiet, if I'm on the road, and I don't want my customer to suffer because I'm busy with my life. So they'll receive an email reminder and it will just say, look, it was great that we saw you yesterday for your trial. We would love for you to register. 
With my school, I only allow 48 hours that they can register and then their position is cancelled. That's not because I'm being a tough person, but most of our classes only have one spot or two spots left in them and we have wait lists. So if that person has no intention of enrolling in the class, then I don't want to be wasting that spot. I want to be able to offer that to someone who's been patiently waiting on the wait list. So they do get that automatic email and quite often that will prompt them to reply with some questions that they may have or they may register from there. Registering, as I said, with the trial process, it is a bit fiddly when you're asking them to log into the Down Studio Pro portal and set that all up themselves. I do find they get confused, especially with um, entering their auto pay details and then paying registration. They just seem to get stuck. Um, so usually I will follow up with a personalized email around three days after the trial if they haven't registered just to say, look, did you need any help registering or do you have any questions? Alternatively, I might get someone in the office to give them a phone call um, and just have a chat with them. Often their registration is actually pending on Down Studio Pro. If you go to reports and pending registrations, you might say that they have tried to enroll in the class, but they didn't quite complete the process because they didn't sign up for auto pay or they didn't pay their registration. So that is something to check. Um, the other thing that we do is we give the kids a coloring page. So after their trial, they get a coloring sheet that they can go home and color in, which is super exciting. But on the back, it says, you know, thanks for attending your free trial and we would love for you to join. Please click the following link which they obviously can't do on a printed piece of paper, please go to the following link to register. Um, otherwise, give us a call or email us to chat further. So I do find that most students register after their trial. And I do find that most people need a little bit of help for that process. So look, every area and every down school is different, but I would definitely have a really good process in place to follow up your trials. Just It's just as important as setting up those trials in the first place. A lot of people enjoy it, but they're busy, umming and narring, not sure. And I might just take a phone call from you or an email from you to say, look, we would love for you to join, but we can only hold your spot for a week. So you do need to make a decision. And that might be the change to prompt them to register. Now, I hope that helps if you um, are already offering some type of trial or you're looking to introduce it. I do think it's a really helpful uh, step to get new parents and students to come and see your studio, to come and meet you in person um, and then bridge the gap between not knowing anything about your school and classes to then being a student and a member of your school. You could, these are just some ideas, so take them or leave them, it's up to you, but you could offer a free complimentary studio tour with every free trial um, if you are available and you have time available. I think it would be really amazing and lovely if you could meet each new family when they arrive and show them around the studio, give them a personalized tour prior to their trial. If it's a Saturday and it's really busy, you could perhaps organize this for them as a group. So if you've got five people trialing that day, you'd say, look, I'd love to give you a complimentary tour of the studio. If you could meet me at nine o'clock in the morning, um, I'd be more than happy to do that. So that would be a really nice thing to do. Otherwise, you can always do free gift bags. You could do um, free coloring sheets, like I mentioned before. And then I think I shared this on my Instagram story a little while ago, but I also used to do coloring sheets 
and then pop one of our flyers in the, on top of it and then roll it up like a scroll and then tie it up with a cute little bow. So when they got home and the kid unwrapped their coloring sheets, color in, they've got the flyer with all our contact info on it as well, which is really handy. Like this isn't like a sneaky way to get people to enroll. It's just a way of reminding people when they get home and when they step outside of your down school bubble that you do exist and that you are still there. All right, so stay tuned because coming soon is episode four. So in episode four, we'll be talking about how I organize students to go from being a free trial student to being an enrolled student. And then episode five after that is some advertising and marketing ideas. All right, I will chat to you all soon.